Hello and welcome back to Commodity Conversations by the team at Mercado, the podcast where we aim to keep you up to date with the latest trends, drivers and moves in livestock, grain and oilseed and fibre markets. I'm Olivia Agar. Thanks for tuning into episode number 194. It's been an unusual year for lamb supply. We've had the challenge with workforce shortages limiting the capacity of meat processors and therefore demand, and also the availability of feed around that's meant many producers have held onto lambs born last year for longer than normal. And while there's usually plenty of space for new season lambs to hit the market, There are a few concerns around the timing and what this might mean for price, given that we haven't seen any winter rally. So today, Adam Mountjoy, Regional Livestock Lead at Nutrient Ag Solutions, is joining us to share his insight into what lambs are out there now, when they might be hitting the market, and some of the risks and opportunities this season. We'll get right into the episode today. Enjoy it. Here's Adam Mountjoy and Robert Herman. Well... It's a critical time for understanding lamb supply for the season. Uh, We're right at at a point where there's a lot happening. And um, to get a handle on it all, uh, we've engaged today, brought back uh, one of our old uh, mates on Commodity Conversations, Adam Mountjoy. Adam is the livestock lead for the southeast of of Australia for Nutrient Ag Solutions. Adam, welcome to Commodity Conversations. And just to give us an understanding of the depth of your um, experience in this area, I guess, geographically, what are the areas that uh, you cover at the moment and where have you been recently? Good morning, Robert, and uh, thanks again for having me on. Yeah, Robert, uh, I guess the uh, the area that I look after throughout uh, Southeast Australia for Nutrient Ag Solutions is uh, the lower uh, Riverina region of New South Wales between... uh, of Hay to Holbrook, um, uh, Victoria, uh, South Australia, uh, and also Tasmania. So uh, uh, quite a diverse patch and uh, quite a hectic time right at the moment uh, with, uh, with the uh, shifting seasons. And uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're awaiting the, uh, the, the numbers of lambs to come forward. Um, once we uh, get through the, uh, the leftovers of last year, Robert. So uh, we're in that uh, niche period of, uh, of winter. Um, and awaiting the, uh, the, the spring flush, which, uh, which lies ahead. So uh, a great opportunity to catch up today uh, to give a little snapshot of, uh, of the area that we cover and uh, sort of get an understanding of the flows that are ahead of us. Absolutely. And it should be noted that the area that you cover also includes the area where most of the Australian lamb and sheep meat are, uh, abattoirs are based, you know, in that uh, certainly in Victoria. So a lot of sheep meat flows to to this region so let's just break it down a little bit because we know that there are um, different seasonal conditions and different um, supply timelines for different regions let's start with the the lambs that we've still got left over from last season adam whereabouts are those lambs located at the moment and what's the situation how, how we're suspecting this there's, there's a few left is that the case seems to be the case robert that's right and um you know it, it the spread is, is quite widespread, to be honest. So uh, there's many of uh, many of our traditional breeding network um, you know, might have struck a little dif- difficulty at the tail end of last year, either with market um, market demands, um, additional feed available, and, and shearing requirements that uh, you know a lot of our producers won't be able to sort of have their lambs prepared for sale at the normal time frame they did. A buoyant season has uh, enabled them to carry them through, and we're starting to see a little bit of that effect now with. Uh, with our numbers continuing to be uh, amazingly strong through this uh, through this winter period, um, amazingly strong in, in number, let's say, but um, 
uh, returns are uh, certainly lower than what they have been in previous years through the uh, what we'd normally see as a winter peak. But um, the lambs, um, you know, we have got a significant amount of uh, heavyweight lambs uh, right the way through uh, our capture patch, um, particularly um, you know into New South Wales um, and uh, and sort of central and uh, and northwestern Victoria. We're seeing uh, very heavy lambs coming through uh, our systems. Um, but second to that, also we've got a residual leftover. Uh, you know, Sean Merino lambs and the likes that come out of our southern uh, capture area, out of uh, out of Tasmania particularly. So, um, those lighter MK type lambs are, uh, are struggling to find a home at the moment. So, uh, it's putting some constraints on um, on uh, on our marketing and constraints on uh, uh, kill space and uh, and chain space. Uh, regardless of whether we're talking of a 16 kilo uh, Merino lamb or we're talking about a, a 32 kilo heavyweight lamb. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's quite a diverse mix, but there uh, seems to be plenty still out there, Robert, as we trudge through winter. Now, you, you mentioned struggling to find a home. That, that really is, you know, we can trace that back to the, the logistics capacity that the processors have had this year. They've had a difficult year. Most definitely have, and, um, you know, that's um, you know, consistent feedback all the way through. Obviously, we've seen um, uh, restricted kills um, due to uh, staffing shortages and COVID implications, particularly in the... In the southern uh, abattoirs, which uh, which predominantly dealing in, in small stock, and um, you know, I guess it's it's the battle for the uh, for the chain space and battle for the commodity as to which uh, which is is best place to be killed by the processor, and um, you know, is uh, is does the best value lie in uh, in a heavyweight lamb, in a lightweight lamb, or or indeed a goat, and um, you know, some of the, the goat meat um, uh, processors that are specialising in the in the south, we're seeing. The chain capacity of some of those works being consumed some 20 to 30 percent uh, for for goats, which is uh, probably unheard of. The uh, the Q1 results for uh, for goat meat uh, exports, you know, sitting 53 percent higher year on year. Well, you know, they, they need to be killed somewhere. If we've got re- restricted uh, chain space as it is, uh, with an increased goat number, um, it, it puts some pressure on our market. Exactly, and hopefully that uh, the Burke goat abattoirs can get up and running and, and absorb some of that. And no doubt that the producers out in that country are, uh, are reaping the benefits of that. Let's switch our, our focus now to the new season's lambs. And, and I know you mentioned to me yesterday we were talking about this, but there's a few um, lambs um, trickling in from South Australia already, I think. But the real focus is going to be on that Broken Hill um, north of Mildura area where some of those early lambs come through. What's the situation with that, Adam? Uh, yeah, Robert, it's a really key point. I mean, the, uh, the, the, the north and central area there of, um, of, of South Australia and across into, into New South Wales at the top, we've seen some really terrific um, seasons. And uh, what that's been able to do is obviously early growth, um, maturity levels of the lambs are exceptional, um, seasonal conditions haven't been better and... Um, uh, with a, a slight change in uh, in also um, breed diversification in those parts as well, Robert. We know we've seen uh, more and more uh, lambing percentages go up uh, with with uh, change of breed and change of direction with some of the uh, the producers out there, and we, we're seeing a lot of lambs um, you know really hitting their straps early. So uh, in that part of the world, um, you know, we're really looking at uh, at lambs coming forward, um, you know, towards. Uh, towards the, the, the later part of August. So I guess a month away from where we sit today, um, but they'll come with a flurry and um, you know those lambs, are, as I say, are, are on the do and, and looking really well. Adam, so, so that's what's happening with those early supply of lambs. 
Um, but we know from uh, a southern perspective, we always look very carefully at what's coming out of the Dubbo Wagga regions, you know, where there can be big floods of lambs come through in a hurry. Um, but that's a that's a different perspective altogether from what you just explained, I think, isn't it? Well, it, it is, Robert. And the feedback we're having at the moment um, from our northern counterparts is, yeah, in, in pardon the pun, you did say that the flooding there earlier. I mean, the season's been exceptionally wet um, and lambs are probably tracking a little bit behind where they normally would be. So, um, you know, we're not expecting any massive numbers out of that region, um, you know, right the way through until September, really. Um, the, the, the one part that uh, that might apply a little bit of pressure in the coming um, in the coming four to six week period might be the uh, the um, ability to have lambs that are off grazing crops. So um, you know we're seeing a lot of the, uh, the lambs uh, doing really really well right at the moment on some of the grazing crops that are about, um, and uh, their time to exit those paddocks uh, might come mm. in the next three to four weeks. So. Um, that might uh, force the hand um, if the market uh, continues to, uh, to to strengthen. Yeah, well, look, that's something to watch very carefully. Um, of course, if we then move to the other big area of supply, I guess, and we're stepping our way through the supply season here, is when you come down, you know, south of uh, of Wagga and, and into those Bendigo, Ballarat, Hamilton market areas. Um, that, a lot of those lambs are only just dropping on the ground now, of course, but... Um, it's another. It's it's a slightly different seasonal situation there as well, Adam. It is. Um, you know, the central uh, central regions have had a uh, had a tremendous start to the year, and um, you know, from the uh, the roundabout that we've been doing, the uh, um, conception rates were, were high. The marking rates have been uh, exceptional. Um, we've had a very kind lambing season, um, and I'm probably stating that from uh, from the uh, the prior two months. And whether that's uh, sort of starting in your central regions, going across into the northeast. Um, I do apologise to our Western District uh, components who have left there this morning in a severe frost. Um, they're certainly getting some frosty conditions there now, but um, nonetheless, the uh, the lambs are on the ground and uh, and overall um, supply across our network uh, looks to be buoyant this year, Robert, with uh, with kind seasonal conditions um, for, for for lambing and going on to good feed. Yes, and we're hearing the same thing where there's very good marking rates. And um, it's interesting that, uh, you know, one of my thoughts, Adam, is that we're seeing farmers, um, you know, embrace these lifetime new programs and other programs that are designed to um, give them a better conception rate, uh, a lambing rate and a survivability rate. And I think that's coming through, you know, with some of these really good professional farmers. But uh, the southern areas, they could do with a drop of rain right now. Yeah, that's um, that, that's pretty consistent. Uh, talking over the last few days, and um, I've been fortunate enough to do um, a fair lap around uh, from uh, in the past week from sort of Narracourt in the southeast um, uh, right across to uh, to uh, the, the northeast of Victoria at Albury, back to um, sort of central regions of Chepin and Chepparton, and ending up in Warrnambool uh, the last few days. The the people um, you know on the ground. Uh, are really uh, thrilled with the with the feed that is about at the moment, but uh, there's certainly uh, certainly with the pending frost and the uh, amount of frost that we're consecutively having at the moment, um, a shower of rain certainly won't go astray. But uh, I must say the uh, the uh, the crop quality on the ground is uh, is exceptional at the moment, and um, anyone with uh, that's put the effort into improving uh, improving their pastures and and getting those grazing crops up and going is certainly being rewarded at the moment. So I'm speaking to Adam Mountjoy today on Commodity Conversations, and, and Adam is the Livestock Lead for Nutrient Ag Solutions. Um, and uh, the reason we're talking lambs, Adam, is because your region, you know, is really the heart and soul of lamb production in Australia. 
one of the things that we're going to be looking at again, and that's been an impact on the whole of uh, last year, is the the capacity of meatworks to absorb the lambs. And you know, if we get if we get a good season, of course, then there's not much pressure on. But if we get tight areas, then people are going to want to get rid of lambs. That's going to open up opportunities for store lamb buyers. What what's your crystal ball telling us about you know that area, Adam? Well, Robert, as we sit here, I think um, you know the next six weeks paves the way of our marketing for the next six months. So, uh, in saying that, if uh, if we don't, um, you know, if we don't receive a, a nice general rain here within the next four weeks, um, you know, we'll start to see the the hen become uh, forced to, to to sell a few lambs a bit earlier than, than what we'd normally see, and um, uh, in in turn, that may uh, may restrict uh, you know pricing, um, really exceeding some uh, some some store lamb levels where we've seen it in the past and uh, have store lambs been too dear? Well, um, I guess in, uh, in in relative terms from where they ended um, last year as opposed to what we're trying to get out of them now in the winter, um, yeah, it's it's difficult to make it stack up, Robert. So, um, yeah, we, we might see a, a shift to a, um, a, a, a lighter weight and a, a more affordable store lamb coming into this particular season. Um, and, you know, when some run, others should walk and... Um, I think at the moment, um, you know, it might lend ourselves to uh, to stepping in and, and buying a few of those lambs back in at, uh, at what is untraditionally lower dollar value. So um, I think uh, it, it leads itself to another opportunity and um, to, to get back into it on the back of a buoyant season and um, put some quality stock out. Yeah, and I think that leads into, you mentioned earlier about some really heavy weights being slaughtered right now. I mean, I think the average slaughter weight for uh, the last financial year was almost 25 kilograms carcass weight and being driven by demand out of the US. So, and you know, our analysis, Adam, is saying that that demand has got no reason to wane. Um, you know, it looks strong. So perhaps we're going to see farmers who are, have a bit more confidence in, in the future land price turn lambs out. We might even see cheaper grain, Adam, the way the, the grain markets are heading. They're, they're a little bit uncertain, of course, but it'd be nice to have some cheaper grain to finish some of these lambs off. For sure. And uh, you know, testament to uh, the growers out there at the moment, it looks like a, uh, another terrific season on the horizon for, uh, for the grain commodity as well, Robert. So, uh, yeah, um, one will feed the other. But, uh, you know, at the moment, we're seeing some of these lighter lambs uh, sort of hitting, hitting the market from some of the pastoral areas. Um, and I just see some of the results this week, around 450 cents a kilo live weight for a lightweight sucker at the moment at 32 or 3 kilos. Well, let's... It's north of $140, which is a pretty acceptable return for such a young animal um, out, of a, out of a merino breeding ewe. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's opened up uh, reasonably strong in that regard. But uh, the test will come, uh, as I say, in the next month uh, if we see general rain and, um, and uh, that'll guide us as to, uh, as to where our uh, lamb pricing will sit um, from now through until uh, Christmas. Absolutely. And uh, and what we've outlined today, Adam, is there's a hell of a lot of moving parts in this equation. And so we really appreciate being able to talk to you because the area you cover, as we've said, is, is key to land production and having someone with the eyes and ears on the ground is really helping us with our uh, more technical analysis, I suppose. So, Adam, thanks very much for coming on board. I'm I'd like to actually book up and say we need to have a pretty regular catch-up as this unfolds, so hoping we can talk to you in the future, and thanks again. Most definitely. Thanks very much, Robert. Thanks for listening to another episode of Commodity Conversations. If you're looking for more detailed information on commodity markets, you can head to the Mercado website, 
and pick up a premium subscription, which will give you full access to all our archive of reports, as well as all the fresh analysis as it's delivered and access to our team of analysts. Thanks again. And until next week, take care.